Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast. Making complex programming simple and fast. With everything from career advice to philosophy. John Summers will show you everything you need. It's the Simple Hey, what's up? John Sonimus here. Just want to take a moment to tell you about an awesome sponsor we have at Simple Programmer, which is Hire.com. I'm sure you know how frustrating it can be to search for a new job. Pushy recruiters trying to recruit you for jobs you have no interest in, jobs you apply for but you never hear from again, and worst of all, going through a whole interview process only to get a ridiculously lowball offer. Well, Hired.com has solved these problems. Hired flips job searching on its head. It actually puts you in control of the job search by letting you fill out one simple application and then having employers actually apply to hire you. How cool is that? You also get access to your own career coach to help you get your next job. Hired has access to over 4,000 employers with big names like Facebook. Plus, your profile is automatically hidden from current and past employers. Oh, and they pay you to get a job. Anyway, as a Simple Programmer listener, if you use the link Hired.com slash Simple Programmer, you can get double the normal $1,000 hiring bonus and get $2,000 when you find your next job on Hired. Just go to Hired.com slash Simple Programmer to get started. Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast, a short mix of career advice, philosophy, and soft skills from successful author and software developer, John Sonmez. Hey, what's up? John Sonmez here from simpleprogrammer.com. So I got this question, actually, a comment, okay, uh, about doing a video on competitive programming. In fact, I've gotten this a lot. In fact, I think that it's the same dude that just keeps on posting comment after comment saying, do a video on competitive programming, like just picking out whatever video he can and just saying this. And I got sick of it, honestly. So I'm doing it, okay? I'm gonna do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so sometimes when you're you know, really persistent and annoying, you get what you want. In fact, I would say that there's a good lesson in this, which, you know, not to encourage people to be you know, to, to be annoying, but it, it, it tends to be that when you create the path of least resistance for people and you're annoying enough, sometimes out of simple spite, they'll just do what you want. So it's, it's a good lesson, I think, in, in life to learn is, is that sometimes, you know, you know sometimes it, you, you grease the wheels and sometimes you grind them and you just keep on grinding them until people cover their ears and they just say, what, what do I need to do to make you go away? <laughs> I'm just playing around. But anyway, so I thought this is is actually a good topic. I've talked about this a little. I've done some blog, some blog posts on this topic on, on sort of on competitive programming. So let, let me talk about let's talk about the resources I have so far out there for you on on this competitive programming. Well, okay. What is competitive programming? It is basically programming. Think of like major league programming, like competing against other people to solve programming problems, usually algorithms. There's there's different variations of it. There's This is kind of a sport. Think of programming as a sport, and that's what it is. And so let me give you some of the background that I've done already, and then I'll, I'll talk a little bit about competitive programming specifically. So first of all, I did a blog post uh, called Cracking the Coding Interview, right? And I talked about 
about essentially algorithms, solving algorithms, right? Okay, and and the book, Cracking the Coding Interview, of course. Then I have a Pluralsight course called Preparing for the Job Interview, I believe. You can check that out here. And that one has actually, I actually walk through, it, for those of you that are like, John never, John never codes. Well, go to that Pluralsight course and watch me solve, teach you how to solve algorithm type problems. I think that I've done a pretty good job there where I actually show you and break down a coding problem, an algorithm problem, the kind of problem that you would see in a competitive uh, programming competition and show you how, a good strategy for doing that because that's important for, for a job interview where you have a coding interview, okay? Then I did this video called Learning Algorithms Is It Really Necessary? So that will give you a little bit more background about algorithms. And I think there might be some blog posts on, on Top Coder. I'm trying to think what are the topics they talk about. I thought I did one other blog post about solving problems that you better know how. You can just Google those ones. They're not very good. They're old blog posts. <laughs> but let's talk about convert programming. I'm gonna to link to this article, which is not my own. There we go, I'm not plugging myself. It's called How to Be a Better Developer with Programming Challenges. Very good article on Ray Renderlich's site. I actually interviewed him on this channel, by the way. So check that out. That's a pretty good resource on this. And you know, and that's that's actually going to help you more than than anything else because he's got a ton of these. Basically, it comes down to this. Okay, so if you're going to do these programming competitions, and I think it's a good idea. First of all, let's let's talk about that. Why should you do these programming competitions? Because you're going to be damn good, right? Not only are you going to be damn good, you're going to get exposure, right? I talk about marketing yourself and branding yourself. If you're a top ranked uh, coder, right, in one of these programming competitions, you're going to get picked up by Google, you're going to get picked up by Microsoft, you're going to get picked up by a lot of prestigious companies for a high paying good job, right? It's just like direct exposure. It's, it's, you're going to have an excellent career if you can beat the, be one of the best. Now, you might not be able to be one of the best, so it might not be for everyone, but it's, but it's still fun, even if you don't need I had a lot of fun. You know, that's why I really, really started getting the programming and becoming, uh, really making it more than just you know, then something that that I didn't really devote a lot of time to, right? So, so I really started to really get. Uh, how can I say this? Like, uh, I'm I'm at a loss for words here. I, re I really started to take my my career and my skills, right, the, the 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 trade seriously when I started doing these these competitions, when I started doing top coder competitions, and, that, and it was a lot of fun. So I think it's fun. It's going to get you a lot of valuable skills, right? Now some of these things don't apply to everyday programming, right? But you'll be surprised. I think once you become good at algorithms, you know, one, one of the things that you become really good at when you do programming competitions like this is you become really good at data structures and using them, right? And, and certain algorithms and sorting algorithms and all of these stuff, all of these things, right? So when I was a C++ programmer doing these programming competitions, I became really good at, at, at STL, right? I knew how to use vectors all the time, right? And that carried over when I became a C-sharp programmer because I was using lists all the time and I knew how to use lists where other people were using arrays and it wasn't as efficient. Like I could do all kinds of tricks and stuff with different data structures because I was so familiar with them, whereas a lot of other programmers didn't really, like they knew about data structures, 
but they didn't know how to practically use them and I could use them very, very well. So that helped me a lot. So I think that these things will, will help you a lot. The resources I point to will, will help you to learn. So if you're gonna do these programming competitions, right, you're gonna have to learn how to self solve algorithm type problems. And so I've already mentioned some of these, right? I, those resources I think are best. There's actually even the Wikipedia article, if you just look up the Wikipedia article on competitive programming, it's actually, excuse me, it's actually pretty decent, right? So. It's got some competitions in there, notable competitions, actually short-term and long-term ones, which I agree with. There, there's a ton of those, so you could find competitions there. It's got uh, online content and contest and training resources, and it's got a good list. Someone here in Wikipedia who did this was really interested. They, they put in here Hacker Rank, uh, Geeks for Geeks, Coding Game, Code Forces, Code Chef, Top Coder, Project Euler, is one that I recommended a lot, including Top Cutter, a few other ones in there. So what you want to do, kind of strategy, is first of all, you want to go to those resources like that Ray Wonderlick one that I that I gave you, and go through and do stuff like compete on Hacker Rank or Top Coder, right? Or compete on or go through Project Euler. There's a good book if you want a book on kind of old school algorithms. It's John Bentley's Programming Pearls. You can check that out here. Uh, you know, cracking the code interview. I, I mention that one all the time. You can check out that book, and that's that's a good resource as well. But you want to practice, get your skill up. Okay, so that you can actually solve these algorithm problems and then you can start doing these competitions. And probably like HackerRank is probably a good mix between the two because it's gonna be training as well as competing. Top Coder is, is the same way. But then you can start entering these competitions. And don't worry, you know, you're gonna start off and you're gonna suck. Like when I was first doing Top Coder stuff, oh my gosh, I was like, the problems are so hard, people are solving them so fast, right? But you look at how other people solve the problems, you see the breakdowns of the problems, and then you get it and you start to understand them. And pretty soon, what seem like impossible problems to solve, you can you can instantly recognize the algorithm and what you're gonna to use to solve that because you've seen it before. And once you get to that stage, you're gonna really be really good developer, right? You know, and, and it's it, it translates to low-level development, right? It doesn't translate to you're a great architect and can design a large system, but as far as like programming, it's actually not, a, I would say, you know, this is where I'd, I'd mince words here and say that you become a really, really good programmer by doing these kind of competitions. So anyway, that's what, what all I gotta say about competitive programming. I think it's great, I think it's fun. It's it's definitely one of those things that uh, can really get you motivated. It, it's, it's always fun when you can do something Right, this is like playing a sport and getting in shape. If you can do something that you enjoy, that's fun, that's addicting, right, and also increases your skill, right? So for example, I was really into, I know you're gonna laugh at this, but I was really into Dance Dance Revolution when it first came out, right? And so I bought one of those like $500 wooden mats, like boards, right? It was you know one of those professional setups. And I'd, I would play that for like eight hours straight. I'd be burning calories like a madman, right? That's like a huge amount of exercise. You're going for eight hours straight, and it felt like I, it didn't feel like I was exercising, right? Because I was having fun. So it's the same thing there. With the, that's why I like competitive programming, like is because you're going to be honing your skills and you're going to be having fun at the same time. So anyway, if you like this video, go ahead and click the subscribe button, and uh, you'll get videos that I do. I do like two to three videos a day, so definitely check that out. And I will talk to you next time. Take care. 
Hey, what's up? John here. Just wanted to make sure you aren't missing out. Only about half the content I put out is on this podcast. This podcast is created mostly from the audio from the YouTube videos I put out daily. When you get a chance, head on over to youtube.com forward slash simple programmer and click the subscribe button to get access to two to three new videos every day. Even if you prefer the audio format, make sure you subscribe at youtube.com forward slash simple programmer so you can check out what you might be missing.